And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, work is underway to restore grain export capability at the northern Manitoba port of Churchill. The line was knocked out by severe flooding last year. But first, the farm weather. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Cloudy with 30% chance of showers, the high 11, the low 6. Tomorrow, cloudy, 30% chance of showers, wind southeast 30, gusting to 50, the high 16, 60% chance of evening showers. Tomorrow, the low 11. Sunday, periods of rain, the high 16, the low 7. Monday, rain, the high 11, the low 0. Tuesday, sunny, the high 14, the low plus 2. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 11, the low plus 3. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high near 10 degrees. The normal high is 18, the normal low is 4. The sun rose at 6.32. This morning it sets at 7.16 tonight. Around the province we have Estevan at 12, Saskatoon is 4, Swift Current 5, Weyburn 10, Yorkton is 8. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's 7 degrees, that's 45 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north at 11. Humidity is 77%, thermometer rising 102.6. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 6 degrees, winds are from the north, northwest at 11. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 7, that's 45 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision, ag and lawn and garden products. The federal government is putting up $117 million to restore rail service to the town of Churchill in northern Manitoba. The federal funding consists of $74 million to help with the ownership transfer and necessary repairs. Another $43 million will subsidize operations of the rail line and port for the next 10 years. The new owners of the Port of Churchill are optimistic about its export potential for grain and other commodities. The northern Manitoba port and the Hudson Bay Railway leading to it was recently sold to a consortium of Manitoba First Nations. Fairfax Financial, and Saskatchewan-based pulse processor AGT Foods and Ingredients. Murad Al-Khatib of Regina is the president of AGT. He says Churchill will be an important port to export grain to market. It's the only rail-served Arctic port in North America. So as a natural resources corridor, and grain and agriculture being one of those natural resources that has tremendous growth potential, Churchill is going to be an important gateway for us you know, to link into a national strategy that's going to include Prince Rupert, Vancouver, Churchill, Montreal Gateway, you know, and uh, more effective use of, uh, of both Halifax and uh, Thunder Bay. We need all the ports. When we start to get into 80, 90, 100 million tons, plus potash, plus coal, plus, 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 we need all, everything, uh, you know, to be available. El Khatib says work has started on repairing the washed out sections of the Hudson Bay Railway. We've got crews mobilized, public is tracking us. Uh, we, we put up a Facebook uh, site that has a thousand followers in the first three days. So it's definitely a public interest project. You know, we're working day and night, 15 hours a day crews are working to repair. We've got about 19 or 20 washouts to repair. We're going to keep working until the very last day before the winter sets. And so I think that whether or not we succeed this fall will be dependent on how many days we can stretch out you know, of the fall season this year. El Khatib is hoping grain shipments can resume in 2019. Our plan will be to be moving grain to the port next year, uh, definitively. So that's it. The optimism is whether we can move grain to the port this winter. 
So uh, we'll definitely work as hard as we can to get that uh, corridor reestablished as quickly as we can. Murad El-Khatib is the president of AGT Food and Ingredients of Regina. The executive director of the Inland Terminal Association of Canada, Kevin Hirsch, is optimistic about the future of the Port of Churchill with the new ownership. But the executive director of the Western Grain Elevators Association, Wade Sobkowicz, is concerned about federal subsidies going to grain exports. We wonder when the taxpayers of Canada are going to say, you know, enough is enough. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's time to identify that, you know, the, the Port of Churchill is, is not an economic, uh, you know, an economical port for, for exporting grain. Grain has not moved through the port of Churchill for three years. Exports were only 184,000 tons in 2015. Prior to that, the long-term average had been in the half-million-ton range. The president of SARM welcomes a provincial review of trespass laws. The Justice Ministry has posted a questionnaire asking for public input on trespass regulations, asking if all public access to rural property should require advance permission from the landowner. SARM President Ray Orb says the review is welcome. Well, we're actually pleased that the province is undertaking a review. Um, we've been, um, you know, suggesting through some of our resolutions that came to SARM that uh, there needs to be something done with the trespass law that we have in place now. Uh, particularly, I think it has something to do with, um, you know, the rural crime when we see in some areas of the province the crime statistics are going up in the rural areas, so we have concerns about the trespass law, and uh, we're we're hoping that uh, the province does get the message that uh, we need some changes that actually uh, protect farmers and ranchers on their own property. What do you think of their one key question that they're asking? Should all access require advanced permission of the rural landowner? Well, we are uh, we are you know uh, thinking about that how to answer that properly uh, we know uh, that in some cases somebody that comes on to someone else's land may be in trouble they may need some assistance uh, you know they could have uh, an issue with a motor vehicle or something like that uh, we think there could be some accommodation in the uh, in the act itself that um, you know doesn't uh, prosecute someone just for simply going for asking for help uh, rather we think People that are coming on to land, you know, perhaps not willing to leave or, or are coming to steal or, you know, to break in, uh, those are the people that should be prosecuted. So we think there needs to be something in the law to, that addresses that. But you would like to see stricter or stronger regulations on trespassing? Yeah, we, we're definitely on side with that. We don't think that uh, landowners should have to put up signs to keep uh, hunters off their land or uh, should have to put up signs that says no trespassing. We think that people should realize that rural landowners have rights and, and they may have need for privacy as well. What do you think of the questionnaire the government wants the Ministry of Justice to have uh, responses by October 1st? Yeah, you know, uh, we've known uh, about this consultation for a while. Um, I think it, it I think it was made public, but we noticed that the press release did go out, so... We're not sure if uh, that does give enough time for everyone to, you know, to get back uh, on their on their thoughts. But uh, you know, I suppose uh, if it needed to be, uh, it could be extended. If you know, if the province was asked, I'm sure they would would give some leeway on that. The Ministry of Justice wants a response to its online questionnaire by October 1st. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. 
online at landforsalesask.ca. A farmer from Kyle had strong response after inviting politicians to take a trip with her on the combine during harvest. Megs Reynolds posted the invitation on Twitter and suggested other farmers do the same to expand dialogue with consumers and the non-farming public. She says Premier Scott Moe and NDP leader Ryan Miley had a visit. I was really impressed with the response that I got, and I think a huge part of having such a quick response was that Scott Moe jumped on board right away and retweeted and said, I'm going to see you soon. And I think that was really a great catalyst for not only putting the word out there about my invite, but also you know, a little bit of a challenge also to others, you know, I'm going to go, so who else is going to come ride with Meg? So who all came to talk? We started things off with Scott Moe coming out, and then I had John Barlow, Ryan Miley, and uh, Rosemary Falk. So you had some key politicians there? I did, and uh, Mr. McCauley actually tried to come out as well, but unfortunately, our schedules did not match up at all. Uh, when he was looking to come, I was down in the States for a farm show. So you almost had the Federal Minister of Agriculture joining you on the Combine. I did. I was very impressed with that. But you had some federal and provincial politicians. So what did the Premier have to say? Well, we talked a lot about sustainability in agriculture in Saskatchewan, but also about, you know, it's kind of right after that glyphosate court case in California. So we talked a lot about trust within ag, attachment from trust within agriculture, trust within Health Canada, who is obviously our regulatory body, and then a lack of trust with the companies that we're buying our products from, and how can we all work together to repair all of that? Because you you can't just fix it in one place, it has to be across the board, I think. So that was a huge focus of our conversation, and we had, not just in the combine, but he had some staff out, and then we sat around afterwards with some of my family as well and just kind of brainstormed ideas and, and looked for insight and stuff on that. Sounds like you had a good visit with the Premier. I did. I really did. Tell me about your visit with Ryan Miley, the leader of the NDP. That was also really good. We talked about a lot of things, and I, I just kind of tried to let him lead the conversation like I put on social media with the initial interview. This was never about arguing about policy, although I know there are people out there who wanted me to take that route. So we covered a lot of topics. One of them was mental health and agriculture, extremely important topic to touch on. Uh, young farmers in agriculture, you know, what's out there for us. Yeah, we've jumped around a lot. We even talked about childcare. Obviously, I live in an area without it, so it's a bit of a challenge for me to take on the role farming on our operation that I would like to be involved in without having that available service. So overall, do you feel it was worthwhile? I think it was extremely worthwhile, even just to... You know, I've I've been asked a lot of times, well, you know, what plans did you come up with or what things did you influence or what are we going to change or see changes that have come out of it? And I think for me, the most important part was that conversation was able to be had. There was a bit of a relationship that was created, some trust built. And I think that that is a great thing to have to be able to build on in the future. I think it's a great idea, this invite, whether that's into the combine cab or into the farming operation, to see it try to grow as we move forward. I've actually got some researchers coming out at the end of Saskatchewan. We, I don't think we'll be in the field, but it'll be nice just to talk to them, do a bit of a tour and just more knowledge sharing, right? How about harvest? How's the harvest at the farm at Kyle going? We are just about done. Uh, we're waiting on about half section of flax, looking for some frost on it. And we've got 50 acres of sunflower, same thing, kind of an experiment. But I'd be lying if I said I was happy with our yields. <laughs> so your yields are disappointing, awfully dry in your area? The most rain we had on a field was two and a half inches, and we had under an inch on some. So hard to get a good crop off that. Care to give me any numbers? Totally depended on the field. There were fields that ran a third of what they should have. 
Megs Reynolds is a farmer from Kyle in southwest Saskatchewan who encouraged farmers to open a dialogue with the non-farming public at harvest. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing upward movement in early trading today. Canola gained 80 cents at 452.02. Oats rose 58 cents at 148.65. Number one red spring wheat increased $4.16 at $231.90. The rest were all unchanged. Durham, 235.15. Feed barley, 187.63. Flax, $479. Yellow peas, 221.54. Feed wheat, 196.99. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December wheat is up 5.5 cents at 5.67 and a half a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180 or Weyburn, 842-4574. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Hard on Utah here in Moose Jaw. 350 cattle on offer this week. Look like the cow market may be a hair lower. A lot of these good cows are going to bring anywhere from 81 to 89 dollars. The medium cows are going to bring from 72 right up to 81 bucks. Good bulls look a little lower too. Maybe a little stronger dollar that we're having here now. These good bulls are bringing from a dollar two right up to a dollar 14. Like run of calves on offer a lot of these calves it don't matter what they weigh they're bringing from a dollar 85 to 210 steer calves are two to 240 just depending on the weight on them and uh, all our regular sales now are on thursdays we receive on wednesdays from one till eight this is grant barnett reporting let's have one great afternoon now the latest saskatchewan pork prices um sold 6200 hogs thursday selling range of 116 to 123 per ckg Today's sales are expected to be around 6,400 head, selling a range of 119 to 127 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, September 14th are Maple Leaf Sigfi 117.83, Ham's Cash 116.33, Thunder Creek Brickle 105.19, and High Life 124.45 dollars per CKG. Ham's Cash hog price today is up before contract prices opened higher this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar is up 10 basis points with a daily exchange rate at 1.2997. Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.78 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets had a strong week of gains, adding $10 U.S. 100 weight to negotiated prices across the U.S., representing a 20% improvement in hog prices in just one week. October and December lane hog futures are holding a premium to the current cash index, but as market-ready hog supplies are expected to grow another 5% over the next two months, prices are likely to come under more pressure. African swine fever was found in two wild boars in Belgium, which reflects how widespread and contagious the disease is across Asia and Europe. China continues to deal with the ongoing spread within its commercial herd. Should this continue, it would represent a factor that could significantly impact North American hog prices in 2019. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, and if you missed the farm weather forecast, now at the start of Agri-News, the outlook today is cloudy, 30% chance of showers, the high 11, the low 6. Saturday, cloudy, 30% chance of showers, wind southeast, 30 gusting to 50, the high 16, 60% chance of evening showers tomorrow, the low 11. In Regina, cloudy and 7, that's 45 Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.